Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. We are talking a new step tonight, which is always fun. Tonight is step six, present moment, and we are introducing it tonight with my beautiful co-host, Terry Sarah. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. And we are super excited to have on the show with us tonight a wonderful, amazing coach, <laughs> Sylvia McIntosh. How are you doing tonight, Sylvia? I'm doing great, uh, Kelly. Thank you. Good to be with the two of you again. Yes. I was so sad that you weren't able to join us last week because we had to move our show up that you usually join us on, and you couldn't do the earlier time, so I'm super excited to have you with us this month. Awesome. Me too. Yes. It was disappointing to miss that. <laughs> and ordinarily, an earlier time would be ideal for me. <laughs> yes. Because it is two hours later for Sylvia. Three hours I later. I'm oh, it's three hours later. I was thinking you were. Yep. Oh, goodness. I'm what you do for sure. us and our listeners. We appreciate it. <laughs> we are blessed for sure. Likewise. All right, ladies. So we are talking present moment. Who wants to go first? (laughs) Well, in a way, we already have been. Present moment for you is 9 o'clock, and for me it's midnight, but it's an important (laughs) time to be together. That is true. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. How about you, Terry? So present moment, that's a pretty important step in our journey to freedom Mm -hmm. because it means we're not in the past and it means we're not projecting the future, but we're living in the present moment, which is the only moment we have control over and the only moment that we can be absolutely true to ourselves. So every time we come to a decision or a choice point in our present moment, We can either choose fear or freedom. We can either choose the filter of the world is for us or the filter that the world is against us. So it's really a pivotal decision time in our journey is to be in the present moment. I mean, Mm -hmm. our present moment is somehow molded in our past, but we're able to let go of our past and move, take risks and stretches in, in that present moment. And tell fear to not have its way with us, but to choose freedom. So the present moment Mm -hmm. is now. True. Sylvia, any words you would like to add? That was a very thorough description. I think the only thing I would (laughs) add. No, it was wonderful. I loved it. So how that plays out for me is remembering to focus on what is happening instead of worrying about what it might cause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and I find this really useful. I'm a substitute school teacher uh, right now, too, Mm -hmm. and I find this really useful with the kids sometimes because I find when I start to get all frustrated because we haven't accomplished this, that, or the other thing because right now they aren't doing what I want them to be doing, that if I will take a moment and pay attention to what they are doing and what they might need right now, if I can address that need, then we can get to the task. But when I try to put the task first, which is a result future oriented concept, then I just fight with the kids all day. Mm. Interesting. And, and I don't mean <laughs> to fight, but I mean it's it's this push pull dynamic of 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 not cooperating. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I understand that concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that might be, yeah, that might be a good approach to take with my children. Um, but yeah, I think though, my my kids are actually a great example to me of present moment because they only think about the now. Um, yeah. Even, even you know, like even the older ones, they don't really think about. Oh well, if I don't do this, it'll affect how I can get into college. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right, but that's as true, a mother, that's what I'm constantly thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> right, so um, so yeah, so they they keep me in the now a lot. Also, they're great examples of it. Um, and one thing that I'm I'm actually grateful for sometimes when um, they're uh, all upset about something, or I'm all upset about that, you know, something that they did. They get over it quite quickly. So mm-hmm. it's a good example to me on both sides of that. Um, but, yeah, I think that the present moment is a present, right? Um, it's a nice little gift that we have that if we open it up and sit there and enjoy it, <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, it is a gift, Um it's something that I have definitely been working on and I'm much better at. I used to be a huge planner and um, always living in the future and waiting for what that future thing that I was planning for to come. And now I'm able to live more in the moment, more in what is happening today in my life um, or like what's happening this week. And um, let the future take care of itself. Awesome. Yeah. It's it's something, though, that I do have to remind myself about when I get, you know, stuck in that frustration of not knowing what next year will bring um, or knowing it's not going to bring what I want it to. And, um, you know, that there's still preparation time that has to be has to be taken care of um, for me to be able to achieve what I want to achieve. And I think, though, another thing that I'm trying to practice um, is enjoying that process, enjoying those the, the things and those day-to-day steps that I need to take to get me where I want to go, um, enjoying that, finding the, the things that I'm good at about it, to make it more fun so that it's not this uh, thing that I'm not looking forward to. Um, And 
am, you know, not doing really. And so that I'm, I'm really not going to make it to the place I want to get to. So that's another thing I'm practicing. Mm-hmm. How about you ladies? What are you practicing to help you stay in the present moment? Hmm. Well, I, I think that it's really, a, it's a, kind of like a state of mind that I, I can keep myself in because I I practice compassion. I think compassion helps us to stay in the present moment. And uh, in fact, today we had a, a call in our community where we were talking about our essential natures. And we've talked about this before on the show. And my essential nature is compassion uh, which means that's the one thing that I denied myself the most. And since I've been in fearless living, I've learned to practice compassion for myself, which allows me to be much more compassionate with others. And when I'm in that place of compassion where I see the, see the world as being for me and every opportunity is an opportunity to grow and to learn even if it's a challenge, it's an opportunity to grow and learn. And so because I can kind of get myself there because I have a definition of compassion and I can practice it, uh, practicing compassion helps me stay in the present moment. It helps me to uh, see each opportunity as one for growth. And I've let go of the past, which I did that through another step that we'll be talking about later, which is surrender. And I was able to surrender the past and also thank the past for who I am and what I've learned and and some clarity about where I want to go. And then um, be able to use that to keep myself uh, more present. So I think for me, compassion is a huge part of being able to stay in the present moment. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. There's a gentleness to the present moment too. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, there really is, and it allows it allows me to stay. Well, it allows me to be less agitated. It allows me to be more peaceful. It allows me to uh, kind of just accept. And when I accept where I am, I can make choices for that that next decision point. You know, am I? What am I going to choose? Am I going to let fear tell me that I'm incompetent and so then I procrastinate to do things and not to be as responsible as I might or am I going to have compassion? And then compassion allows me to access my my wholeness, which is peace, and when I'm peaceful, I can move forward one step at a time and not beat myself up. So for me, compassion is a huge part of uh, being in the present moment. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I like yeah. that. You guys were quite poetic just there with compassion and gentleness. Mm. <laughs> I think that my acknowledgments and my gratitudes help me stay in the present moment because they help me to mm-hmm. remember what I did today um, or what I did yesterday. And for me, I have uh, a tendency to diminish what I do. And so when I think, I think, oh, I haven't gotten anything done. Um, 
And when I do, when I write my gratitudes and my acknowledgments, then I can see how I am progressing and that the world is for me um, with the gratitudes. And that, you know, there are moments of joy in my day, in every one of my days. Um, and as I focus mm. on that and as I focus on what I am accomplishing, um, I find that it helps me to stay more present and beat myself up less for, oh, I haven't accomplished everything that I've wanted to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would agree with all of that as well. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm always in this this state of urgency. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> Which I also find is very future-driven. It isn't now-driven. As I've learned to accept, I mean, even when I feel like this is important, but I keep doing that instead, I Mm -hmm. have learned to take a look at that when I notice it, especially when it happens repeatedly. So what is it about this that I keep putting on my list, that I keep putting off to do that instead? What what do I get Mm -hmm. from doing? that? What am I hiding from or trying to avoid in this? And by going through present moments, sometimes I find that the things that I keep putting off are things that I probably didn't actually put on my list. I put them on my list because someone else said they belonged on my list and it sounded like a good Mm. idea at the moment. And so rather than just beating myself up, as Kelly has stated, for not getting things done, Um, sometimes I can take a look at things through a present moment lens and realize that in my present moment, I'm actually choosing, sometimes I'm actually choosing the right activity, even if it doesn't look like it, because my reason for having the other activity on my list isn't true to me. Hmm. That's a powerful awareness. Yeah, that is. That is. Yeah, I love that. That's not always the case. Sometimes there's something I really should do, and I'm avoiding it. But there have been other times it has become apparent that the things I repeatedly avoid doing are not truly mine to do. Yeah, and yeah, I think I, I there's something I think I've heard Rhonda say that I think it was Rhonda. I mean, I read so many things. But I think she said that one of the reasons we don't get things done, you know, I think she said there's three reasons why we don't get things done. Either we don't know how to do it. And so we, you know, we don't do it or we don't want to do it, which I think that's kind of what kind of uh, maybe a, a splinter off of what you're saying is sometimes we put these things on our list and we really don't want to do them. And they're not what we maybe uh, even they're not going to help us get to what our goal or our intention is. I can't remember what the third one is. is that we don't know how to do it. We don't really want to do it. And, uh, oh, I can't remember the other one. But anyway, it just kind of kicked into my mind when you said that about not once, you know, maybe it's not not really just for us to do. That kind of brought that Yeah, you that talked about mind. that on Terry Talks. And Am I'm I? trying to remember what, yes, and I'm trying to remember what the third one is. And I don't think that's yeah. necessarily a Rondaism. Um, but she probably has said something similar to it. But, um trying to think of what the third one is but I think not knowing how to do it um is or maybe it's like not not knowing where to get the help I don't know but um 
not knowing how to do it is a huge one for me um, because mm-hmm. I feel like instead of, I mean, with some things I can totally ask for help. Um, but with other things, it's like I feel like I should know how to do it or there should be some easy way to figure it out. And instead of just asking for someone to help me, I sit on a site trying to learn how to do it myself or I, you know, um, avoid it uh, or, you know, just talk like I'm doing it, but I'm really not. And um, and stuff, and, and it would probably just take someone showing me how a couple of times and I'd be able to do it. Um, but for some reason, I stopped myself from uh, from asking for that kind of help with certain things. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not knowing how to do something or not knowing where to go to learn how, I think is a huge, um, a huge fear barrier for me. Mm-hmm. Because I carried this story... Um, I carried a story around with me for a really long time that I'm not smart. And so anything that supports that, I avoid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really like things that make me feel smart and really don't like things that make me feel not smart. (laughs) (laughs) I can relate to that. (laughs) I find present moment to be really helpful, too. Okay, and that's sure. when, when things really seem to be going wrong or, mm. I mean, when everything's just really, really falling apart or it feels like way, way, way wrong and, or being extremely late to something, that if I can remind myself, okay, present moment, I had a plan, it fell apart, this is how things are, there must be a reason and there's a lesson in this. There's a blessing in this. That's mm-hmm. also a time that I find present moment to be helpful because when I start to freak out about things falling apart and then may try desperately to put them back together, then I'm not really open. I'm, I'm in panic mode, so I'm not truly thinking. I'm reacting. And so that's another mm-hmm. time present moment can be really helpful to me is, okay, Thought it was going to be this way. It's not. This is how it truly is. There's a lesson in this for me. There's a blessing in this. I may not see it right now, but I will see it. So mm-hmm. what is happening? What mm-hmm. feels like a good next step right now? So that's another time that can be really helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I think sometimes... I do better in moments like that than (laughs) in a moment where it's like, you know, action doesn't need to be taken right away. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I get put in a position where a decision needs to be made or, or something needs to be done, like I can be very, um, like I can be very logical and I can go, okay, what's the next step? Let's do that. Um, but in a moment where there's not like a time crunch or, um, you know, the decision's not clear and it doesn't need to be right away. Um, that's when I can get 
distracted and wishy-washy and all that stuff. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, those are great. I, ones, I like so that you brought that up. Yeah. I think it's just uh, it's seductive for you know fear wants to keep us safe, so fear wants to keep us in the past, right? So that we're mm-hmm. we're just remembering. Oh, that's what happened the last time I tried that. I can't I can't try that again because that you know I'm going to get hurt, and and that's what fear's job is is to keep us safe. And so it's it's uh, real seductive to listen to that and not not take a risk at all, and just mm-hmm. you know stay nice and safe. That's what fear wants us to do. That's its job, and it's really good at it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I've had a couple of. Sorry, Sylvia. Go ahead. No, I was just agreeing. I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say I had a couple, while Terry was talking, had a couple things come up, um, come to mind of situations I know, I know I've been in recently um, where the feeling definitely feels, you know, um, familiar. And it's a feeling of when, you know, times and different relationships that I have had um, were really bad. And, and I know that that it's fear bringing up that, right? It's fear saying, ooh, the situation's the same. The result, you know, the outcome's going to be the same. Um, you need to protect yourself or whatever. And I've been able to um, practice being honest about that feeling with the person, right? So, hey, this situation's starting to feel like this situation from the past. And I know that when I've felt this way before, the only thing that really helped us was to be really clear on our communication. So can we be really clear in our communication right now? And, Mm. um, you know, or in the other situation, um, you know, I was like, okay, this kind of feels like I'm putting myself in this, in this same bad kind of situation. And so I kind of just, you know, paused and breathed through it and then checked with myself after was it the same? Was it not the same? And, you know, to get really clear to help me, you know, better discern those moments. Because I think, you know, our fear is there to warn us, right? So when is it good to listen to the warning, right? And when is it, um, you know, your fear is just coming up, but it's not needed, right? So really getting clearer on that discernment between this is a warning or this is just fear getting excited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can really only do that in the present moment. Yes. True. I mean, you can reflect on it afterwards, but um, the discernment's going to come within the, with while it's happening. Right. And it's not always easy to discern um, fear from freedom when we're triggered, right? When we're all up in our in our stuff and we're spinning, it's not easy to discern. So I feel like present moment is kind of that tool that you pull in to kind of pause and breathe and say, okay, I feel this feeling. Is it you know? And just kind of put your put your awareness uh, hat on big time and just really you know okay, is this something that I need to step away from or is this something that I can um, risk myself through, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
So what do you feel is something that supports you? Um, because we only have a few minutes left. So is there anything, Sylvia, that you would like to say that really supports you in staying in the present moment or shifting to the present moment that could support our listeners if they are practicing this tool? This is another one of those things that sometimes I get to by remembering to breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if it's a stressful situation somehow, something that, that has me worried or frightened on some level, the first thing I will often notice is that I am holding my breath again. So if I breathe first, which puts a little oxygen in my brain and helps re-energize the thinking portion, then I can, from there, then I can kind of move into what I'm going to do next, whether it's count to 10 or whether it's, okay, so what is really happening right now? Let's get into the present moment and see what's happening versus what am I making up about what's happening. Mm. So breathing would be my first step there, too. Mm-hmm. Breathing is mm-hmm. a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Carrie? Well, I think for me, I really like, I mean, you know, my one of my favorite strategies is gratitudes and acknowledgments, and that does help me stay in the present moment. Plus, I think my morning my morning routine helps me to mm-hmm. focus on the day and be in the present moment. So I have, I have a set of, of routines that I go through every day, and those really assist me in staying in the present moment. And I I plan out I plan out my day in a daily planner that really assists me in setting an intention. I have an affirmation. I have priorities, and then what I'm excited about for the day, and that that assists me to start my day in the present moment, and then I end my day with gratitude and acknowledgement. So, those are tools that that really assist me in staying present. Yeah, you really are great at that. Well, thank um, you, dear. Yeah, we sing your praises all the time, but. Um, oh. Well, when it comes to that, for sure. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and I, I totally agree with you guys. Um, um, those are all things that I practice. I've been pretty good about my morning routine now that I am um, gotten my sleep a little bit better under control. Um, I've been getting up and doing my morning routine consistently, and I get so much from that. Now I'm wanting to start practicing a better um, nighttime routine and what what do I want to incorporate in that um, because I, I'm trying to fit I think too much in my morning routine <laughs> and then I got frustrated mm-hmm. that I didn't get to do it all before before you know the first kid woke up or before my my responsibilities start in the day and um, so I think well I could break that up and do some things that and start a nighttime routine um, but I think anything that supports you in just really being aware, I think, is um, is something that's going to support you to be in that present moment. And when we're in that present moment, you know, everything is available to us. And I think that that's, that's the present moment, um, is that anything is possible when you're there. Mm-hmm. Great. 
Well, I thank you both for this present moment that we have had these last 30 (laughs) minutes. And I am grateful for both of you being here tonight. Um, And that you, Sylvia, that you take the time to be here with us on a regular basis. We really do appreciate that um, because you always um, expand my view of, of these steps. And I know that you are supporting our listeners as well. Well, thank you. It's always a joy to be here, and I always learn and grow as well. Me too. (laughs) Win-win. Love it. Absolutely. All right, everybody. We thank you for coming back each week, and we would love to hear from you. You can always contact us on our Facebook page, Fearless Generations, or at our website, fearlessgenerations.org. We have lots of things going on, not just our podcast. So if you'd like to know more about it, check it out there. Also, we have a couple workshops coming up um, in the next couple of months. We have one, Fearless Loving, which is going to be amazing, March 22nd and 23rd. If you'd like to know more about that, check it out on the website. And we also have a workshop going on with two other coaches that are coming to Fresno from Las Vegas, and we're super excited about that. It is going to be, um, it is called My Cup Runneth Over. It's going to be all about empowering, that word did not come out correctly, em, <laughs> okay, it's not going to come and, out right, oh. empowering you um, with self-love and self-care tips from all of us, and that is going to be May 31st and June 1st, so we're super excited about that as well. Um, And all the information for that is on our website. So we are super excited about that. And until next week, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. fearless. Thank you. Uh, Good night.